Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, gorgeous. How you doing? Welcome to our podcast. If you're thinking, man, I wish there was a podcast about video games, movies, pop culture and Star Wars, then guess what? We've gone through the archives and we've found the podcast for you. We found it. We've dusted it off. <laughs> we dusted we it dusted off. off. We got it. It's right here. We we brought it to you. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Hello, me and Dean. We have we have lots of lovely chats at two a.m. when our brains are a bit fried, and we wanted to sort of capture that and put it in podcast form. Yeah, so. and the problem is we realised that our two a.m. conversations just become how we speak normally. Yeah, we've yeah, alienated yeah. everyone we love. Yeah, it's it's two a.m. all the time. It's, I mean, it's got to be two a.m. somewhere, right? I don't think that's how time that's zones work, but that's, that's fine. Yeah, it's yeah. two a.m. somewhere. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I should introduce you, Bertie Gilbert. Should oh, I should do that? You? Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you, Dean. Dawson. Wicked. Okay, well, if you're not aware of Bertie Gilbert, he is a short filmmaker. Hopefully, he's going to do some long films at some point. But he's a lovely man. He makes lovely films about worthwhile topics, exploring oh. the human condition oh. and other things. Are you like you liking these comments? Yeah, I'm loving it. Also, loving he's it. a bit fit. Oh my goodness! Also, you should probably check out his YouTube channel if you want to. Um, that's where they live. That's where they that's live. Where All they the live. films are on his YouTube yeah, channel. Yeah. We got Dean Dobbs over here, my friend Dean Dobbs, an equally lovely man. Thank you. Uh, he's been doing comedy scotches, comedy sketches with his friend Jack uh, for about a decade now. Uh, Jack and Dean. And I, let me just say, uh, you know, for 10 years, Dean has had second billing. And you may notice with this podcast, that has changed. It has. It's about time. Dean, you're the star. This How's is, it feel? It feels good. Does it? Oh, it good. makes sense that this is the, when I'm the leading man, you can't see my face for it. It makes yeah. total sense. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, no, it's cool. It feels weird. Yeah. Well, well, here we are. We're going to talk about, uh, what are we going to talk about today, Dean? Where are we going to go on our little adventure? We're going to go through space, mate. Oh my God, We're going to explore the infinite cosmos. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And we've got, uh, we've got someone to help us do that, haven't we? Who? I think his name is, uh, let me just see. PJ Ligori. Ooh. Yeah, he's a he's a YouTuber, short filmmaker. Yeah. Has he made anything long? Oh, he's made a series. He made Oscar's Hotel. Yeah, that was quite long. And you made that, two things. That, that was, quite, was quite long. You made <laughs> you, you made two seasons of a thing that were quite long. Yeah, I just it? need to make something long, and then yeah, we'll and then we good. can all. We, this is long. We'll be long boys. We're going to be long boys. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, so welcome to the Long Boy Podcast. <laughs> yes, boy. Uh, yeah. Tell me, what have you been up to, Dean? Well, I've recently been taking part in the Sundance YouTube New Voices Lab. Can Ooh. you tell that I struggle with that name because <laughs> it's the most unnatural sounding name in the world? Yeah. But yeah, um, essentially Sundance. Um, have this a, a kind of like a film school, basically, where um, they ask people, aspiring writers, film ma- filmmakers, actors, whatever, to send um, a pilot for a, for, a, for a film or something like that. And then they basically go through all of these uh, applications and pick the best ones. And then they go, hello, people, you did the best ones. Do you want to come over to America's and learn how to be better at what you do? And that's Pretty essentially lovely. what I've been doing. Ooh. Me and uh, Jack, my comedy partner, we uh, wrote a pilot for something and... We've been sort of working on it with them, and it's been very, very interesting. Has it been a nourishing experience? I would say so. I think I've come out a better person because of it. Mm -hmm. It's essentially like a collection of workshops that all focus on different aspects of of filmmaking. Right. And um, my favourite one was uh, an acting workshop. 
Ooh. I've never done acting workshops <laughs> before. Never like studied acting before. But um, yeah, the um, our teacher was a woman called Joan Darling, who is, as she says, arguably the first working female director in in Hollywood. Um, she did a uh, Mash, Mary Tyler Moore, That's like awesome. Happy Days, stuff like that. That's wicked. Yeah, and um, in this uh, acting workshop. She um she got us all to sort of sit, uh, stand in a circle. Bearing in mind, me and Jack didn't know any of the like thirteen other people that were there. Mm. And she said, "Look to the person on your left and pretend that they're a person you wish you could speak to right now." Right. And um, luckily, Jack had me on his left, so it wasn't too awkward. But I had this woman, uh, Sinead, who. I didn't know at this time, and I thought, "What I'll do? I'll go light on her, or you know, <laughs> nothing too intense, yeah, yeah, or whatever." Yeah. And so when it came to be my turn, I turned around and said, you were incredible <laughs> in The Last Jedi. It was, uh, it was a very weird experience to say goodbye, but at the same time, it was, it was great to see you again. And <laughs> she was just so confused. But then after the whole thing, she went, I'm really happy that you decided I was Mark Hamill for a bit. Yeah, no, that's a compliment if I've ever heard yeah, one. I, I actually meant Benicio Del Toro, yeah. but that's... Um, <laughs> no, it was it's great real. to see you again. Yeah, it's great to see you, DJ. DJ. <laughs> <laughs> Don't join. Yeah. <laughs> what a great name. Yeah. <laughs> so why, why were you picturing Mark, Mark Hamill? Of all the sort of... I mean, like you said, you were trying to pick on something not too... Uh, deep or, or sort of uh, harrowing, but but clearly it means something to you if you pick, if you pick Oh, man, okay. Well, I mean, oh, you, you're going to get me in the sop straight away. Yeah, go on. So, oh, I don't know, like, Luke Skywalker was the first, like, movie character I ever um, so, really connected with, you know? Yeah. Um, and, like, so I was so excited for him to come back. Obviously, like, Force Awakens has, like, one of the most, like, iconic endings ever now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, Just because of all the mystery it implies, like, her going up, the, uh, Ray going up the stairs, yeah. the music. Oh, the rubbish drone shot. The rubbish drone <laughs> shot at the end. Yeah, that <laughs> was uh, really happy they did that. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, like, I just, um, Last Jedi was such a, like, I was like, what are we going to get? What's, mm. what's Luke's deal? Because we know he's not just going to grab the lightsaber and go, hey-ho, let's go. And we'll, pop. Yeah, uh, and I didn't expect him to be uh, a jaded, swampy old man <laughs> living with some fish women yeah. or something like that, <laughs> drinking blue milk out of elephant sea things, titties and stuff yeah. like that. But I, in a weird way, the fact that he uh, he had given up but then found his place again, like, you know, found hope and a reason to sort of carry on, um, basically just found the bigger picture rather than just what, mm-hmm. you know, concerned him was like, I thought was quite inspiring for me because I thought giving up was arguably the most human thing he's ever done in those movies. Yeah, well, that's my sort of weird thing with it and all the people who hate what happened to Luke is like, like I feel like this is the first film that's properly made him a complex character Yeah, and people are upset about that. I love, I love, I love Mark Hamill and I love what he did with The Last Jedi even though he famously now mm. um, hated it. Yeah. He hated it so much. Like he was not, um, he was not afraid to tell people during the press tour yeah. for The Last Jedi that he hated what it's he did. It's very peculiar. Like, I, I equally admire and sort of think, like, come on, man, just, yeah, like, just get it over. You're like, really just... bumming people out a little yeah, bit. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, no, he. But the thing is, at the same time, for someone who didn't want to do it, he did an amazing job. Of course he did, Like, yeah. he really committed to yeah. it. Because he could have phoned that in. Absolutely. Like, he could have, like, totally and just... I respect him for... He he understood how important that character was, yeah. And, he, and for him to, to to kick up a bit of a fuss is just a very it's a very healthy relationship with the director. It seems that the, that open dialogue. Well, um, I'm going to say fair. in the uh, in the documentary um, 
the director, director and the, and the Jedi. Jedi. Yeah. Luke, uh, not Luke, <laughs> Mark <laughs> Hamill um, says Ryan Johnson's name wrong. He calls him <gasps> Brian. Oh. <laughs> yeah. He goes, I told Brian this. I fundamentally disagree with what you did. Brian Johnson. He calls him Brian Johnson. Listen, I literally like played oh. it on loop over and over again. No. I was like, Brian, Brian, Brian. Brian. I was like, oh my God, he hates oh, him that much. No. <laughs> no, no, I take it back. He doesn't even know his name. Yeah. No. That was not okay. No, it was really funny. Like, yeah. Um, um, but you had a good experience. Yeah, you had a good experience. Yeah, it was a time. really great experience. Um, it was just something um, I never thought I would like take part yeah. in. And also, it got so deep, so <laughs> incredibly deep. Like you know, writers. You know, when they say yeah. writers, you know, are really like sort of not pretentious. That's not fair. Um, sort of very inwards looking people. Who yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was very very interesting. Mm. And I almost felt like I didn't go deep enough when it came to Mark Hamill. But at the same time, the more I think about it, I'm like, no, I really, really do love Mark Hamill. Yeah. I love Sky- Luke Skywalker. Yeah. I don't. When I bring up those guys, it's never lightly. Like, no, absolutely, never. absolutely. No, you have to buckle in. This is yeah, exactly. You're going on a bumpy ride. I mean, I acting workshops and stuff. I did loads of them when I went to theatre school, um, and like you went to theatre school. I did. Yeah, I did. You never told me that. <laughs> I think I've mentioned it. Nah, you haven't. Um, but like. Thing is, you had this nourishing experience for you were there for what a week, something like that. Yeah, a week. Yeah, yeah. I went. I was there for six years, and even though I had a very lovely time, I have teachers that truly inspired me. A lot of the stuff that sticks out isn't mm-hmm. necessarily like all the the stuff I learned and all right, the like, right. wisdom. It's it's shit like um, how two Love Island contestants count that two. They've done four seasons, right? There's not many people in, on the face of the earth who've been on Love Island, and two of them were at my school. Oh my god. Um, uh, and then also this Amy Winehouse thing, because my school loved to like prop up anyone famous who'd been to the school. They Makes loved sense. to like celebrate, like, look, you went here. And Amy Winehouse was the big one, incredibly iconic person. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, she was only there for like a year and I think she got kicked out, but whatever. Which is great. That's so on brand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, exactly, exactly. But the thing that always made me laugh was uh, you, we all got our own like dictionary and they were like passed around for years and years and years. You have it for a bit, you put your name in, whatever, and then you give it back at the end of the year. Uh, and you, yeah, you put your name in, you put the date, and every single one. Every single one had Amy Winehouse's name in it. Amazing. Every single one in different handwriting. The dates were wrong. They couldn't even... These people who were pretending to fucking be Amy Winehouse couldn't even, like... Couldn't even double it. 1954. Oh, really? I'm just trying to figure out what the handwriting would have been like. Because it's Amy Winehouse. It's Amy Winehouse. Um, Like, if if this... I mean, is it like a sort of posh school, I guess? Ish, I don't know. We didn't have very good handwriting. Oh, really? Okay, because I was imagining, like, is anyone doing, like, calligraphy, like... Amy Winehouse. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, no. And it was just, like, literally every few months, someone would go, oh, my God, look, look, I've got Amy Winehouse's. This is incredible. This is... I bet she wrote her, like, her songs using this and that. I feel connected to her ghost. I feel connected to... I was visited by Amy Winehouse's ghost. She she took a dictionary. Buy it a dictionary. (laughs) Return my dictionary. (laughs) Destroy it. No, it's like a horcrux. Yeah, it's a horcrux. I, I can't leave this mortal plane until you destroy my fucking, <laughs> my dictionary. fucking dictionary. Which one is it? Just destroy all of them. Not for the defini- dictionary definition of suffering. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm glad you had a nice experience, Dean. That was you good. It. I'm glad you had a nice time. I'm glad that you maybe had Amy Winehouse's dictionary. I might have done one of them. At least one of them must have been hers at some maybe, point. Maybe. So uh, maybe I did have that one. Anyway, uh, space, Dean. The freshest, most recent Star Wars film, Solo, Star Wars Story. Oh, yeah. I forgot they made that. Yeah, same. 
Yeah. Yeah, me too. So it was a film. It, it was came a film. out. Yes. It, um, we joined Han Solo in the most important part of his life. Yeah, that time where he had loads of friends that he never mentions again yeah. um, and goes through some stuff that he also never mentions. I mean, does that, I mean, what, what's your opinion on it? Did you enjoy it? The what thing the is, deal? I, look, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Well, I, I don't hate it. It's not a bad movie. I think more so than, more so than Rogue One, I think kids will really like it. I think, yeah, I think kids will find it really fun. Um, and I think you sort of have to bear that, bear them in mind, definitely, with all these Star Wars movies. Like, they're ultimately space wizard, space wizard movies for kids. And this is like a space cowboy movie. Yeah, I'm definitely um, like, a, I'm definitely like a little bit jealous that I don't get to grow up with yeah. that movie but at the same time I did I guess I saw I grew up with the prequel trilogy so same, you know that's same, a bro. privilege in yeah. and of itself <laughs> yeah. um, but no I, I, I like, the thing is I enjoyed it while I was watching it but then the moment I left I had to very quickly recount what happened because it was leaving my brain because I felt like it was it was just I, it, the biggest crime a Star Wars movie can commit is it's just being vaguely forgettable. And I think that was... Yeah, and being issue. a bit boring, which I think this movie yeah. did. The thing is, it's like telling the untold story of Han Solo, but there wasn't an untold story because we got the story. Yeah. Like, we did, mm-hmm. like um, I can't remember who said it, but the whole point was... That, oh, no, it was the Travis Knight who directed Kubo and the Two Strings. Yes. He said that... The whole point of a story for a character is that the story you're telling right now is the most important story for that Absolutely. character. Absolutely. It's yeah, it's got to be the most important thing they would have gone through or the most sort of important journey. Yeah. And and there's not the story of Solo a Star Wars story, I don't know if it's the most important part of his journey. There's not really anything that really informs the the, yeah, the original trilogy. Like it doesn't I don't know what is the most important thing. It could like is it maybe the 40 years where he was estranged from his son and his like best friend betrayed him and like ruined his life? That seems pretty important. So that does... No, that sounds quite boring, actually. <laughs> yeah, does it sound, rub- sounds, does it sound so, rubbish? So, yeah, uh, Han Solo and Luke Skywalker having an argument because Luke Skywalker, Luke Skywalker accidentally created the next Darth Vader doesn't mm. sound interesting at all. <laughs> you know, it sounds all. boring. Um, but then, I don't know, him falling in love with Leia and joining the Rebellion also... It sounds kind of important, but I don't know if it... I don't know. I, I, he, the thing is, he's not the main character. And I think he, he he works well as like a side character. He works yeah. well as a secondary character. It's not his story, but he's sort of there for the ride. And I think yeah. having something that is his story... The thing is, I like the character. I like the Han Solo we got in, in Solo. And I like the mm. cast and I like all of that. I think if if they just if he wasn't called Han Solo, if like it wasn't Lando Calrissian, it, it, maybe if it wasn't even in the Star Wars universe, and it was just some brand new space opera thing, I, I don't know. I think I would have preferred it, but I think the biggest thing it's got going against it is the fact that it's Han Solo and the fact yeah. that it is a part of this bigger thing. I don't know. It's the, not bad. Take away I don't know the aliens out of Prometheus, and it's just any other. Space movie ever. Like, I mean, I'm sorry to bring up Prometheus. It's, no, um, no, it's been a to, long time. You don't have to apologise. Yeah, Prometheus is a funny one. Do you remember, like, Guillermo del Toro was going to do that film? What was it called? It was, oh, uh, um, Mountains of Madness. Mountains of Madness. And then he went to the cinema, you know, he went to his local cinema world um, with his unlimited card and he watched Prometheus and he was like, well, fucking... With his unlimited card. Well, he just saw the film I was... I just saw the film I was Well, yeah, Prometheus, like, I remember when I saw it, I was like, this is um, Out of Madness by mm-hmm. uh, Lovecraft. Yes. H.P. Lovecraft. H.P. The, Lovecraft. Uh, the iconic... H.P. Minecraft. H.P. Minecraft. Yeah. <laughs> um, the iconic author. Yeah. Who um, basically kind of in, sort of invented the whole, like, sort of space horror. Yeah. He was the first person to... Whilst the... Well, sorry, whilst the entire human race 
was staring out at space and going, wow, what's out there? Lovecraft looked at it and went, I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. Was he the 1800s or was it the early 1900s? I can't remember. Uh, it's like late 1800s, something like long that. Long time ago. And yeah, his whole thing was like creating these like cosmic beings that saw us as like poultry, saw us yeah. as like irrelevant. They even made us yeah. and uh, they made us. They're basically playing Sims with us. Yeah. That's yeah. essentially what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just meddling with us for like, for fun, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's such a shame because like if when Del Toro saw that movie, mm-hmm. I would have loved to see Del Toro's movie of that and the thing is the thing is about Lovecraft like yes he he originated so many sort of uh, he planted so many seeds for what so much sci-fi is now and he's he's such a um, a very iconic figure but I mean he's a bit he's a bit of a problematic bloke he's a bit racist let's, no, bit let's racist. not dance let's, around let's it. cut to the chase yeah. he's, honestly he was, he was a bit racist and there were crumbs of that in his work right? yeah quite yeah. a lot he would um, more than crumbs whole like, cake Call of Cthulhu um they, there's, um, they describe a... Um, I won't spoil the story. It's a, it's a short story, so mm-hmm. definitely check out. It's really, really good. Mm, yeah. But um, it's written from the perspective of a, um, of a scholar who's basically come across a, um, a stone bas relief so any Lovecraft fans, that's the little meme because he says he says bas relief a lot in that story. <laughs> and I, but when I first read it, I went, "What is that? Stone, what does that even mean?" Stone bas relief. Yeah, it's just it's just a big statue, basically. Okay, lovely. There's a big marble statue of Cthulhu, this mm-hmm. uh, you know horrible uh, space god. He thing. sort of looks like a a, a kind of a dragon but that has tentacles. Well, he's like an octopus. He's an basically octopus, take a yeah. dragon and then change its head to an octopus. Pretty that's, much. That's yeah, essentially what that's it pretty is. Much, yeah. Well, yeah, Dean, we've got a story about Cthulhu, but do you want to? like just give them a little rundown we've got the wiki page yeah so Cthulhu I'm reading his this is his description on the wiki page Cthulhu is a great old one of great power that lies in a death like slumber beneath the Pacific Ocean in his sunken city of (laughs) (laughs) he remains a dominant present in the eldritch dealings of our world does he really? He does, yeah. He's still quite that. active. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he's doing a lot for his community. Well, I mean, we're aware of, of I mean, he gets, obviously he's got his, his work, but um, on the weekends, he's, we know he's a, he's a top top bloke. He's he? a top bloke. He's a bit of a party so animal. basically, me and Dean this one time were on the roof of my old flat and it was late and we'd been like hanging out all day and we'd been talking and this is that very like 2 a.m., Brains fried like conversation. Well, we were we were talking. We were looking at all the sort of big buildings around. Yeah, we were us, looking we at were the saying, skyline. Imagine because um, it initially it started with Godzilla. That's right. We said like imagine think about Godzilla's scale and put it next to that building, yeah. and suddenly it becomes quite real. It, I have never been. I've played many video games. I've seen many films. I've never been so immersed in a story than when me and Dean <laughs> were constructing this narrative that we then replaced Godzilla with Cthulhu, and we were like, oh my gosh, imagine if he took that building threw it at us and I, I saw it fly past me I saw it and then he's like causing all this destruction like shooting beams out yeah. I don't even know if he shoots I, hyper beams out know. of his mouth let's say he does um, I like to think what he does when there's masses of people he like his hand like he just looks at them and raises his hand and their souls come out yeah like, that's all he does he doesn't even and everyone like it. raisins up like that's chicken nuggets that's yeah. chicken nuggets chicken nuggets yeah. mate <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> that's fast food yeah yeah <laughs> um but yeah, so then, but then he singles me and Dean out. Yeah. He singles me and Dean out and he says, come with me. He puts us on his shoulder. We're talking, this guy's like a hundred feet. Yeah. He's like a giant. And he doesn't say it out loud. He always communicates by the brain. That's right. And I'm like, oh my God, did you just fucking hear that, Dean? I'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah I did. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Should, yeah, I did. Should we go with him? I don't really got a choice. I don't know what to do. Yeah. And he just picks us up. 
yeah. and pops us on his shoulder each. And doesn't he, he goes into the sea or he just go? he starts well, running? I, well, we, I remember he's like smashing, he's smashing cities around and carrying us around and we're yeah. shouting, we're sorry, yeah. we don't have anything we're to do with this. We're not part of this. And don't, don't I Instagram live it? Yeah, we Instagram live it and we're like <laughs> screaming. <laughs> oh my God, what the, like what imagine, are we doing? And we're like imagining our friends going on Instagram and seeing, oh my God, Dean and Bertie are on Cthulhu. They're yeah, like on and you've accidentally put a Fryer sticker on there. Yeah, <laughs> It's like, ah! Sound on. Yeah, sound on. <laughs> sound on. Come sound on. on. <laughs> I've got time somehow to put yeah. the sound on thing. And then, but then basically he takes us into space, right? He takes us like halfway across the galaxy. Uh, he he turns into more of a, a suitable human oh, form. Yeah, he's still like got the shrink, tentacle face. He shrinks down. And so how he described him where he had a dragon's body and an octopus's yeah. head. Think a, a a male contestant from Love Island, yeah. but with an octopus for a head. With an octopus for a head. He's got like a nice little like thong on. Do you think he's got like a like little... Per- is it purple? Purple little thong, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it's purple. Yeah, yeah. Of course it's purple. Has he got yeah. sandals on or is he barefoot? <laughs> oh, my God. Because he ain't got shoes on. Uh, no, he's. I think... He's got he's... Toms. He's got oh some Tom sandals. Yeah, he's, got some... <laughs> <laughs> he's got some Tom sandals. He's like, where did he go? Was he wearing those the whole time? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and then he takes us to a club halfway across the galaxy and we just... We go on this incredible journey but then it ends up with us... You and me lying like opposite each other in a bed looking up at the ceiling. You said it was like a... Um, a hotel in Coruscant or something. Yeah, I'd say it was like a hotel from Coruscant. Basically, like it's like a hotel in space Dubai. Yeah. Like we're sat <laughs> yeah. there, like flying cars zooming about. There yeah. are like what is it? Bacardi Breezer bottles everywhere. I think we're like, Dean, there's Bacardi Breezer bottles. Like we're in why halfway across the galaxy. Does Bacardi Breezer come from space or I did they know. steal it? Yeah, I don't know. And we can hear Cthulhu next door having loud sex. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's brought someone back and I'm like, Dean, I wanna go. Home. There are like several alien babes in his room. <laughs> yeah. Like, and we're just sat there. Yeah, like just looking at the ceiling. And not, the thing is, like, he's not even like, like, doesn't like, it doesn't last very long. Like, like they leave, like, he, yeah, he's yeah. just alone. And then he knocks on the door and he's like, "Hey, do you guys want to hang out? There's a new episode of Westworld. Do you want to catch it?" Yeah, like, he comes down on the sofa, he pulls out a cigarette, starts smoking. <laughs> he's like, "You guys had a good time then? You have a nice time?" It is. We're, we're a bit confused. We're mate. Like, when's the next like train? Like, can we get? Can we leave? Like, do you want to? Do you want a Capuchin? Where, what? where have you got those from? Capricorn and Bacardi breezes. He's got, I like the idea that he's got all these drinks yeah. from Earth. You're uh, like, why has he got Earth drinks? Uh, come on, lads, come on. Let's fucking, get, let's fucking go mental. Do you know what I mean? Chuck into a fruit shield. Yeah, come on, bastard. Dean, <laughs> <laughs> he's called me a bastard now. I don't want to go home. Yeah, all we can think about is when we were back in London. And this is this space is six, seven hours. And we were there. Like, when we were telling this story, I was there, Dean. That yeah. happened to me. I that feel, feels like something that I happened. I get the... Mm. Mm-hmm. of the club like this was like a party Some planet flow rider like space flow rider the equivalent of flow rider in space you know this version of Cthulhu would be friends with flow rider oh my you god absolutely... not even the space one our one yeah. our flow rider yeah yeah uh, flow rider's gonna pop mine a little bit do you want to say hi he's like no, honestly could we just get an uber home or something and you and me have a facebook group chat and he's not on it yeah and he's like oh, I couldn't find you the other day like, is there like a facebook group chat or whatever no 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 mate no no it's fine no, no we'll message you we'll message you they yeah. were like, can you just take us home? Can you not just snap your fingers and send us back? No, I could do that, but I'm having a good time with my friends. Like, I, I don't want to, like... We're what? here for two weeks. We're here for two weeks. I booked the holiday. <laughs> we're like, oh. I just thought we'd go to Benidorm or something. Like, <laughs> I don't want to go to, to this, this far-off distant Then planet. he goes, oh, we'll go to Benidorm, and it turns out it's a planet called Benidorm. For fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> For fuck's sake. What we got? We got Planet Bognor Regis, Planet Benadorm, <laughs> Stoke on Trent, Planet Stoke. Anyone? Anyone? Yeah, planet Stoke on Trent. Any takers? <laughs> um, but yeah, that was an incredible uh, spacey adventure that we went on, wasn't it? It was it was very uh it was very strange. It was just so vivid. It was so vivid. It took a while for me to like decompress from that and like return to the real world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Well, friends, we're very lucky to have our first guest with us today. It's our bloody good boy. Nice boy, kick the PJ himself, PJ Liguori. Hi, boys. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming on. We really do appreciate it. Um, for those who don't know who you are, give us a little, a little brief on uh, on on all things kick the PJ. Why would people not know who I am? That's a very, that, that, I mean, that's fair. <laughs> that's a very but good question. No, I, I am kidding. Of there course. are some of them. <laughs> <laughs> I bet yeah. there are. Uh, well, I'm PJ. I kick the PJ. I'm an uh, internet storyteller. I, I like to tell fantastical stories. Uh, I like to adventure through space, collect swords, paint miniature figures, all kinds of good things. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I like to tell fantastic stories. Fantastic stories. <laughs> You're just saying that all your stories are just fantastic. Yeah. All right, you have to say so. brilliant stories. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's just me in a nutshell. And all, all the, the stories you tell, they, they manifest and form mostly on your YouTube channel, right? Yeah. They do, yeah. I've been making stuff on YouTube for about 10, 11 years, which is uh, 10, 11 years too, too many, many. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and it's it's uh, it's a good old good old time, really. I love it. What are you what are you doing? Anything? What are you up to? This podcast. Oh, but, I mean, you got anything in the near future? You got any cool projects? Got any? Of course. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm always uh, working on uh, a few things at once, at least. So I'm uh, doing a music video at the minute, which is uh, it's quite fun for me because I don't often do music videos, so I'm getting to flex some uh, new muscles. Uh, I also don't often flex muscles, so that's quite uh, fun as well. <laughs> you are puny. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. When you look up at the sky and you look at all the stars, what what do you what do you think of the most? Apart from obviously what's in space, uh, I think about how insignificant uh, we all are yep. uh, on Earth. We're tiny little uh, microscopic ants in the universe, which is quite fun when you think when you really think about it. Uh, but I, just, I don't know. I just love how it's, you know, anything could be out there. And I just like to think of the infinite possibilities of things like, you know, all the kinds of life that is definitely out there. It's definitely, there's no way that there's no life out there. How crazy would it be if it turns out like NASA goes, listen, we've, uh, we've done a survey. Uh, there's, there's fuck all in space. <laughs> There's um, nothing. We checked. We did a big scan. <laughs> yeah. I, I would be skeptical. Yeah. I would. I would do some research into you NASA's. Would, you'd be skeptical right. of NASA. Well, <laughs> yes. well, on, well, on the subject of space, uh, tell us, dear. What would you say? This is this is a big question. Well, not well. What would your top three space films be? Films that take Ooh. place in space or have something to do with space. Ooh, good oh, question. I need to think of mine. Well, I mean, I think Alien definitely has to. I be I think it'd be there. on all of ours. Yeah, That'd be yeah, yeah absolutely. I, yeah. I love a good bit of Alien. Absolutely. The Alien franchise is something. It's it's almost 
it hurts me to call it a franchise because it was such a spectacular film yeah. that then just spawned into something. They, you know, it's something that they just won't let die. Um, and some would argue that there's a similar thing with Star Wars, but at least Star Wars was always episodic and it's still going and yeah. it's transformed into this cultural like, like touchstone. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, with Star Wars, we're getting prequels and sequels. We're going sideways, upwards, backwards, yeah. <laughs> back in time. Yeah, yeah. We're forward well, in we, time. Yeah. Well, we've been doing that with Alien now. We're going backwards. and yeah. That's all we're doing at the moment, right? We're going, it's just going backwards. We've gone backwards and we're sort of going forwards we're a bit now. We're slowly creeping back to where we were 40 years ago. So yeah. I'm just like... We to have eliminate, to keep going back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, to eliminate all the mystery of the original movie. Yeah, because that was, you know... Everybody, everybody, when they saw that movie, they went, Alien is so good because it really does take the audience, like, on a journey. Yeah. It's a, it's a space mystery, essentially. I enjoy Alien so much more knowing that a robot Michael Fassbender smuggled the eggs in his throat and then vomited them into a little incubator, a little fridge thing on a spaceship. Mate, I've got chills just thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can hear it. <laughs> it's true. All of it. <laughs> All of it. Michael Fassbender. Throwing up fucking eggs and putting the fingering. them in a tray. The fingering <laughs> is all true. What else? That's Man. the only one, isn't it? That, I, are there <laughs> any other films in space? I mean, I mean Arrival's a recent one. Yeah. That, like, I really dug. I mean, Star Wars is the obvious one. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I watched yeah. Star Wars last night, actually. Oh, yeah, you watched The, uh, the Phantom Menace. <laughs> the Phantom Menace. Yeah. Does it, how was it? Um, Does it hold up? It holds up as something, for As sure. good or better or worse than Sharkboy and Lava Girl? Dear God, apples what, and oranges, maybe. What a what a question to pose to me. Uh, it's really, I, I mean, the thing that struck me most is really how much Jar Jar is in that film. Oh my goodness! I've not seen the Phantom Menace for quite a while, and I just forgot that he's in like every shot. Yeah, <laughs> without yeah, no, fail. Yeah, <laughs> I can't remember how often he is in it. He's or, in it a lot. Every, well. Every shot's a bit of hyperbole. He's but. sort of the thread, because you have multiple stories sort of come together and cross paths, but he's the one, like, consistent little thread. He's the one little thing. Yeah. He's the he's the connecting tissue. Yeah. He's and, the key to all of this. And I know people like to joke about that. They're like, oh, oh, the prequels, Jar Jar Binks. But no, honestly, after not watching it for such a long time, I am quite surprised at how often he is in that film. Yeah. I did have a Jar Jar toy when I was younger. Yeah, so quite, did I. Quite ashamed to say it. I yeah. did as well. It had, like, a long kind of rubbery tongue. And it would stick to things. It would stick Oh, I didn't have I think, that. I think I got what? it in a Happy Meal. Yeah. Uh, oh, what? For some maybe. reason, I think I got it at KFC. Ooh. But maybe I got one of those, like, where they make the, the character's heads at the top of a cup. So, hang on. So his tongue sticks to things. So what, you just stick him on, like, a window, and you've got this, like, guy's head dangling there by his tongue. Yeah. 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 You know, the, the classic Jar Jar scene. <laughs> How's that fun? <laughs> where he's like, hang on, lads, Misa got this. <laughs> and shoots his head off. <laughs> like, <laughs> He detonates. Yeah, he detonates and destroys the uh, the the Death Star. The Wi-Fi router that connects oh, all the droids together. Yes, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, Anakin yeah, yeah. thinks he did it, but it wasn't. It yeah, was, no, it was, it was, it was Jay Binks. Um, I mean, I love how isn't Jar Jar? Didn't they retroactively put him in re, um, in Return of the, the Jedi? Yes. Yeah, at are, the end, they're all cheering. Yeah, you go back to Naboo. There's like an inserted like CGI shot of Naboo, and you can hear him saying, "We are free." We are free. Yeah, you yeah. can hear it. It's quite horrible. He's in it, mate, and he's alive. And you. I mean, we t- we talked about this already, I guess. Um, but in canon, Jar Jar is a street performer now, and people yeah. are pelleting with pellet, like throwing like tomatoes and stuff on him. Yeah, kids like kick him and stuff like that yeah. for fun because everyone blames him for the for the war. Sure, yeah. all right. Yeah, they took yeah. that sort of inside internet joke and made it canon, which yeah. was quite funny. Seems justified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What about uh, anyone seen Starship Troopers? 
I oh, I it. love Starship Troopers. I've heard Starship it's great. Troopers. I need that's to watch a, it. Have you not seen Starship? I've heard it's fab. You've yeah. not seen it, Betty? I've not seen it. Let's watch it now. Yeah, let's watch let's it just, right now. All right, the rest of the podcast will be a beat for beat of us silently <laughs> watching Starship Troopers. <laughs> no, Starship, Starship Troopers is great. That's good fun. That's yeah, good I've, what's that? Um, another one I haven't seen. What's the one that's like a, a, a parody? It's got Alan Rickman and Sigourney Weaver. Oh, um, um, it's a parody of, of like Star Trek and stuff. Oh no! Um, Apparently, that's incredible. I've seen. I know which one you mean. Yeah. I've seen it. I can't Apparently. remember. Something Quest. Okay, it's like Space Quest or something. Galaxy, Galaxy Quest. Quest. Galaxy yes. Quest. Got yeah. it. We we figured that out yeah. naturally. Yes, yes, we did. You know another space film? Weirdly, this is a weird one, but it sort of it is a bit integral part of my like childhood or whatever. And I think you experienced this film as well. Is the Jimmy Neutron movie? Yeah, the Jimmy Neutron movie. <laughs> Which weirdly, Jimmy Neutron was a movie and then a TV show. Was it they not used... a TV show first? No, they no. used the movie as like a springboard for the TV show. It's so weird. Who? How can... Yeah. Have you seen it? I haven't. I've seen the show, not the uh, oh, film. Man, the movie's the splendid. Really great. As a kid, like, because the whole thing was that this this alien race had stolen all the parents, and all the kids had to. They souped up all these like Ferris wheels and like fairground rides, and they took off to space without their parents. They want to get their parents back because they appreciate them, and they didn't. They took them for granted. Yeah. And then there's a giant chicken. It's a good film. So that's your third favorite <laughs> film. I mean, yes, I think yes. we can all agree. Independence Day is somewhere up there. Classic. Uh, uh, welcome to Earth. Uh, B word. Is that what they say? Well, but he says "Welcome to Earth, bitch," doesn't he? And punches an alien. <laughs> yes, yeah. he does. Yeah, he well, well, yeah, it does. It like yes, comes it out. Does. Yeah, it comes out of the saucer like steaming, and it's like, oh, yeah. it's so warm. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, and then he punches it in the face. What's your yeah. favorite alien design in a movie? Oh, I mean, the xenomorph obviously oh, is, a, is a great one. Ooh. I mean, the Mars attacks aliens. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're pretty fun. No, they are fun. They are fun, yeah. The butt-ugly Martians are yeah. also, you know, up there. We've got the coat. We've got the coat. Don't you dare mention <laughs> butt-ugly You know butt-ugly Martians. I know the butt-ugly Martians. <laughs> we are, they like are blue? the Marsh. They are blue, yeah. They're, like, they're the blue double D double dies. <laughs> Is that canon? Could be. <laughs> <laughs> Talking of Star Wars, again, um, I was watching Love Island the other day. Um, sorry. Yeah, yeah, you it's, don't have to apologize. It's silly, it's silly fun, whatever. Um, and we were thinking, weren't we, about like, what if Rey, uh, when, uh, so at the end of The Force Awakens, this all this stuff has happened to her. She's gone on this journey. She's like, okay, all I have to do is I have to find Luke Skywalker. I've he got is the, the map. He's the key to yeah. all of this. So I'm going to get in the Millennium Falcon, a ship he'll recognize, and we'll, 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 we'll get things going. She gets to his island where the map, the map was leading her to. She gets there. And she walks a little bit, and instead of finding Luke Skywalker, she finds the villa from of, La, La, of, of Love, Love Island. Island. Wow! And I guess Luke Skywalker is a massive troll because <laughs> yeah. he was like, "She doesn't want to go here." Yeah, <laughs> this is where I'll make people think I am. Um, and you yeah, think we, I came to Love Island for no reason at all? <laughs> I came here to die. I came on this island to die. <laughs> <laughs> it's time yeah. for the Jedi yeah. to end. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and that's just like a funny. I mean, like, well, it's the image of Ray showing up on those shores. Yeah, with her little satchel, she's looking around. The music's going dun 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 dun. Yeah. Like, in the in the theatre, we're all like going, "Oh my god, yeah, what are they building it. up to?" And then it's just some guy from Essex with a tan. Yeah, Danny Dyer's daughter. Yeah, yeah. Who yeah, are yeah. you? Yeah. Oh, who's this then? Oh, what she got? She's got like a. Uh, you got like a stick or something? What is that? Is that a vape? She's like, 
Is it no. a vape? This is Luke Skywalker's <laughs> lightsaber. <laughs> have you seen him? I need to give it to him. We need to bring him. To, it's the resistance. We need him. You're right, I'll buy just sit down and have a cocktail. Yeah, come here. Let me have a look at that. Is that a vape? <laughs> Straight through his face. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Then they all start screaming at her, blaming her for it. And yeah. then we cut to like the talking heads going, I didn't trust this bitch. <laughs> so she showed up. So it, let me get this straight. Is this yes, an alternate on. ending to Star Wars or is, the, is this the beginning of an episode of Love Island? Like, what, it's both, is it, baby. So, yeah, so it's a crossover. The, yeah, this was... Baby, Star did you not Wars see the film? everywhere. Yeah, did you? <laughs> did you not see the film? I saw a different version, I think. You're not, that was the director's cut. And you have, PJ, have you ever actually seen Love Island? Absolutely not. No, you, all right. Um, no, I, I've got to hold my hands up. I'm not, I, I'm not familiar with... Uh, I've obviously heard people talking about it because it seems very popular I mean, right now. My favourite thing about it is these people are on this island boiling. They're so red. They're so red. They're on this island <laughs> I know boiling, how they feel. boiling for two months, right? There's no TV. They've got no phones. They have nothing. But they're just so isolated. For two months of your life, you're just like in the sun, baking, doing nothing, talking to... To people who are just like you. I suppose they had to remove all entertainment so they could, you know, get to know each other, I suppose, right? <laughs> Sounds mean, awful. I, mean, yeah. I like to think that someone stands on those shores and looks up at the sky at space yeah. and thinks there's got to be more to life than what I'm doing right now. There's got to be some other bloody reality show in space that I can go do. Space Island. Yeah, the Space oh, Island. Yeah. Hit me up with that. I love, would go on Space planet. Island. Yeah, love well, Planet. Yeah. Space. Oh, Love Planet. Yeah. Yeah. Would you yeah. go to Love Planet? I I mean, I would. Well, I a would, whole planet dedicated to love. Oh, it sounds exhausting. It That's does. Pink a bit. oceans. Oh, stop. That make you a bit like. You go, you sit in the ocean going, babe, do you feel a bit weird sitting in this ocean? Yeah, I am. I'm gushing. I want to nosh. <laughs> There's something in the water. There's something in the water that makes you really lusty. I want a nosh. I want to have a nosh. <laughs> Babe, you've literally never used the word nosh to describe that ever. What are you talking about? Who would host this? I'd like, I, would, I, would, I would like to see like a maybe like Jeff Goldblum or something. Like, Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> yeah, Jeff Goldblum. Oh, hosting Love Planet. Planet. Well, love. Hello, hello everybody. Welcome to Love Planet. Uh, anyone want some love? Or? <laughs> would it be like, it'd just be loads of different species and stuff. Oh, absolutely! Interspecies, kind of sort of. Species love, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Galactic love. So you'd get like blobazoids. You'd get like, you know, velociraptors. Not yeah, yeah. velociraptors. 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 Oh, that's an alien species. Yes. Oh, yes. right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Just wanted to clarify that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and then obviously you'd have the odd human here and there. So we've got Jeff Goldblum hosting the fictional show Love Planet, and we've got Star Wars being a seemingly perpetual force in the world. Do you think we're going to look back? On things like Love Island and Star Wars, and think, what what were we what were we doing? I mean, Star Wars is probably just going to be here in the next fifty years anyway. Yeah, I mean, I to I, a, to a year. I don't yeah. know. I don't know for certain, but I'm going to hazard a guess that Love Island won't become as big of a cultural temple as Star Wars. I don't no. know, but maybe unless it's taken <laughs> unless it's taken in these new sort of cosmic di- uh, directions that we're yeah. discussing. I don't. I think it's going to fall off. You yeah. don't think there's going to be a prequel trilogy to Love Island? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, I just, I, I think we just don't need it. <laughs> oh, oh, that's yeah. fair. <laughs> oh, oh, interesting. Yeah, I think yeah. that's something that's often forgotten about. I like yeah. the idea that they're in a business meeting for that. They're trying to pitch the prequel trilogy to Levine. They're like, no, mate, it's not like I'm not saying it's going to be crap. I'm just saying it shouldn't exist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, no, I don't know. Like, it, looking back on Star Wars as well, I just in the future, I can't even. Is it going to continue? When when will it cease? When will it stop? Because we always joke about like, oh, we're gonna have Star Wars movies until until we die. But like, I mean, it's till it literally stops making money, literally. or until people just stop uh, being interested in it. 
Yeah. It's just that. Because there are, you know, there are franchises that just stopped when people were like, yeah, okay, I'm done with that now. Mm-hmm. So I think the same might happen with Star Wars. What's Maybe. a franchise that ran its course really like um really tastefully and organically and didn't outstay its welcome? I guess Harry Potter. I was gonna say yeah. Yeah, yeah I yeah, guess. Yeah, whether you love it or hate it, that was that did its thing. It came, it saw it conquered. Oh, Batman. Batman. Did it? What? Uh, you sure? Which, what, like the Dark Knight? Well, Nolan's Batman, I would say. Yeah, oh, three well, movies, in and out, Bosch. Bosch. Two or three were pretty decent. Yeah, absolutely. The first two. The yeah. first two, yeah. The, yeah, wait, yeah. Wait, what? Well, the Dark Knight Rises. You didn't like The Dark Knight Rises? I don't like The Dark Knight Rises. Do you, know, Do you like The Dark Knight Rises? Yeah. I like parts like, of actually? it. Yeah. Oh, all right, fair it's enough. It's fun. It's I crazy. Gu- I guess. <laughs> uh, like, I mean, all right, we're going to have this conversation. I think it throws logic out of the window for the whole movie. There's also a spelling mistake in that movie. <laughs> On so, the newspaper. Oh, wait. Yeah. On the newspaper. They spell heist wrong in the movie and they've never corrected heast. it. Heast. 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 Yeah. It's a I, bank heast. I don't know yeah. if I could ever watch it the same way again now that you've told me yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a moment in The Dark Knight Rises where Bruce Wayne is in the Batcave and he's looking at some newspaper headlines and instead of the word heist, it says heast. They've just switched the I and E around. That's incredible. And it's, it's, it was in the cinema. I remember like it felt like a glitch in the Matrix. I just went So that, that threw you off, did it? You, you, that you, threw me off. You, watching a film about a man who dresses up as a bat to fight criminals seeing a spelling mistake threw you off. No, I think the bit where Bane says, I got this letter from Commissioner <laughs> Gordon saying that uh, Harvey Dent was actually the good guy. It's a like, sick note. Not a single person went, could he have just like made that up yeah. on the spot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Commissioner Gordon thinks the people of Gotham are all a bunch of bloody weeaboos. It's written in Crayola. They're all really... Cr- yeah, I was just like, I was like that's, that's dumb. I would, have, I would have loved that personally. Also, um, when some scientists, like honestly, anyway, if two scientists like, hello, Mr. Man with loads of money, we've invented something. And he goes, oh, sick, what have you invented? Uh, we've invented a, um, a renewable energy source. And he goes, what a renewable energy source that sounds amazing he's like I know right how could we have you know that sounds amazing are there any setbacks yes if you take it out of its holder it becomes a nuclear bomb look go, Dean could we invest money to make it not do that <laughs> look Dean not like, everybody watches films for logic sometimes sometimes you just true. want to kick back and well, watch a man dress up as a, 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 a bath well, look, the but then is, don't write something as tight as the Dark Knight the like, thing is fair I, enough like, I remember <laughs> I don't think I've seen the Dark Knight Rises since I saw it in the cinema in 2012 and we've established that when in 2012, when I went to the movies, I thought every film I saw was the best thing I'd ever seen. Really? I told you I thought Prometheus. I tweeted it was the best film I've ever seen. Does that tweet still exist? I think so. Oh, find mate, it. I'm going to find, find that. that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, look, when I saw Dark Knight Rises, I was like, I think this. It was. I thought it was really good. It was what my second best film I've ever seen. <laughs> PJ, you like video games and you like space. Do oh, yeah. you like space video games? Oh. Dean, yes. Dean. Oh. Sorry, I just touched your hand there for no, re- for, for no reason. <laughs> it was very yeah. sensual. I saw it. I, I love space games. Two that jumped my head immediately are the Metroid franchise. Specifically Super Metroid yeah. on the Super NES, one of my faves. Uh, also Star Fox 64, brilliant space game. Both of these games very much inspired by Star Wars as well, weirdly. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No link for me there, but as in like I, I don't like them because they're, they just are. Yeah. Metroid shares quite a lot with Alien. Actually, it, uh, sorry, Alien. It does. Sorry, Alien. Metroid is Alien. Star Fox is Star, Star Wars. Wars. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Like uh, in in Super Metroid, the uh, the the big boss Ridley just announced for Smash. Oh, whoa, whoa, Ridley is is uh, named after Ridley Scott. I just yeah. So that's why because when I saw 
when I saw that creature uh, announced for Smash, <laughs> I saw I don't know what it was, but I was like, that's called Ridley. <laughs> yeah, Rid- Rid- Ridley Scott. It is like a very human name for this, like, like a purple dragon. dragon monster. Yeah, it actually looks like a xenomorph as well. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And it's named after Ridley Scott. Absolutely. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. I mean, I a, a space video game that I love, and I know you love as well. No Man's Sky. Is, is uh, <laughs> Mass Effect, like the Mass Effect games. The Mass Effect spe- trilogy. Specifically Mass Effect 2 for me. Yeah, it's the best one. It was one of the first games that like, I remember being at school and just like not being able to think about anything else and, and yeah. being just just desperate, gagging to like get home and finish it. And I remember I had a busted ass Xbox that would scratch up my games. Ooh. And every game I put in there, it was an inevitability that it would destroy it. And it did it did to Mass Effect. And I, I think I cried. I think I, mean, I, did, I did cry. I mean, you were asking for it, really. Just get the Xbox fixed. Couldn't be bothered. Oh. So I've never so, so I've never played a Mass Effect game before. Would you say uh, if I played it now, it would still hold up? I have no idea. Oh, yeah, ooh, it's kind of hard to call because they've not remastered know. any of them for no. like you know how they resell is every game ever. Mm. Yes. Yeah, they haven't done that with the original Mass Effect. I feel they? like they probably which is some sort of thing they would do. Yeah, yeah. Did you play? Uh, did you play No Man's Sky, PJ? I did play No Man's Sky, and I actually really enjoyed it until I realized there was nothing else Me to too. do. Yeah, <laughs> I think we're the same. We're it the same. had such a beauty. It was beautiful and yeah. like. No. It, Floating through space and like blasting down to a planet Sick. in one sequence without Sick. a loading screen. Yeah. Seamless. Yeah. Like it that, just should have been a tenner. Yeah, like it should have been a bit of a tenner or yeah. like 20 quid. Yeah, probably. exactly. Exactly. But like yeah. the moment yeah, the moment you were you repaired your ship and you set off into space first time it was so cool. It was incredible. That like, like first moment where what were they called? Mon- what were they called? Monoliths? Like no. monoliths. I don't the, know. Those big structures that you'd get sucked into and the music would swell. Mm. Hashtag epic. Yeah, I would say. And, di- and Bertie yeah. does not use hashtags liberally. So I do not. I, I do not. Add? No. You know I mean it. Dean, I got one I know you love. I love as well. Pikmin. Oh, yeah. Pikmin. Beautiful space game. Yeah. I guess that is a space game. Yeah. 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 yeah you, uh, so Pikmin is about uh, a guy called Olimar. He's like a little man. He's he great. may not be a human. I don't really know what the game is trying to go for. Oh, wait. No, no. Talk, I'm talking rubbish. He's not a human. He's a little... Man, alien, and, and he, he created his own race of no creatures. Okay, <laughs> no, it's Nintendo we're talking about. Like they don't, they don't go into creation. No one plays God. But uh, basically, he gets set on, uh, sent on a mission because his home planet's running out of food, and he crash lands on the wrong planet, I think, and discovers these little um, aliens called Pikmin. They're like and, little plant creatures, yeah, and they help. Cute. Like they them. can carry things together, and they make cute little noises. They but when like they some... die. It is the saddest thing you will ever experience they look in a spicy. video game. They look zesty. They look like little spicy. I mean, some of them are a bit spicy. Yeah. yeah. There's little fire Pikmin. Ooh, that is spicy. Yeah, there's electric Pikmin with ears. Yeah. I don't know why the other ones don't have ears. Like, I don't, I don't Good point, yeah. But that is a great space game, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a proper, like, you're stranded on an alien planet. Yeah. And then to say, um, while we're talking about humans, is that um, the planet is covered with, like... Um, so you're really small and everything's big, so there might be, like, a giant soda can or something like that so then as you're that. playing it you're like am I on earth but like I like that they leave things? it I le- like that they leave it up to interpretation well, yeah. was that not based on was that not Miyamoto he was inspired by like when he was a kid he would go out exploring like forests and like his garden and stuff and like I think he was inspired by like nature and stuff like that for it which I probably reads in the game but yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, Miyamoto takes a lot of inspiration from, like, real life. Things. Everything around him. That's why his games now are crap. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Star Fox Zero sucked. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. Uh, that's what I mean about Miyamoto. <laughs> how could you, Dean? I thought this everyone day would else, have... Everyone else is doing a better job with his shit than he does. Hell has so. frozen over, officially. Um, well, he didn't make Odyssey. So <laughs> You're right. He didn't. He didn't make Breath of the Wild, didn't make... Look at his resume. 
Look at his resume. He literally hasn't touched the game for like 15 years. <laughs> All right. Shit, I'll stop being so mean about Miyamoto. What if he's up. listening? I want to beat him up. All right. Miyamoto, Miyamoto if you're listening. Dean has chat. Stand outside my house and we'll start. The gauntlet has been thrown to the ground. Stand outside my house and we'll start. It <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> <laughs> must be a more honest. efficient way to organise uh, a brawl. Well, we're running out of uh, floating podcast space room fuel. Um, and uh, it, it seems our time with our guest PJ... Is, is going to be coming to an end very shortly. What what have you learned? What will you, you take with you on your journey? Please. From this I, experience? I, I, I don't want to go. My you hand is... Go. I don't want to go, My guys. hand is floating <laughs> over the button to eject PJ <laughs> no, no, into no, no. the cosmos. Uh, you can't just send me into space well, look, with one shoe. Have you had a good time? I, guys, I've had a fantastic time. Any time to just get together with uh, my favourite boys to talk about space is a time that I cherish. Push so. the button. What? Yeah. No! <laughs> <laughs> one last question, PJ. If space travel in your lifetime is made and it's great and you can go to space, what's the first thing you do? Where do you go? Oh, I'm probably going to just kind of go find a just my own little meteorite, sit on it, and probably claim it, name it. Uh, Dig a trench so you can go toilet. I would piss off off the meteorite Ooh, into space. I'm into you know, that. You know what will happen? You'll have a wee and then it will start rotating around it. <laughs> and it will freeze and it'll stab you through the eye. Yeah, that'd I be, see piss. I, that's the way I want to go. <laughs> I'll see it and be like, wow, look, it's magic. It's it's it sparkles, it, it PJ. It stinks. <laughs> <laughs> There's no smells in space. Come on. Sorry, obviously, obviously. Oh, sorry. We're being stupid. They're going to introduce yeah. that in the next Star Wars movie. <laughs> the smells Oh, that space. ship stinks. <laughs> oh, smelly ship. <laughs> smelly ship. Kylo's on that one. <laughs> and you can see the people smashing on their keyboard. There's no fucking smells in space. <laughs> <laughs> They've ruined it. George Lucas, how could you do this to me? <laughs> <laughs> Kathleen. <laughs> the Millennium Falcon stinks like Lynx Africa. You know it does. You know it does. You know it does. Anyway, guys, thank you. PJ, I'm going to press the button now. All right, see you later, guys. Yeah, it's been great. Help right. yourself to a can of Lynx Africa on yeah, the way we've got a couple. We've got a freezer full of Lynx Oh, Africa. that's disgusting. No drinks. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to get so fresh. That's what I've been drinking. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I'm a breath. That's why you think we're in space, mate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. all right. Yeah, yeah, see you in a bit. See you later, guys. All right, bye. Bye! And that was that. Thank you to Acast, Shotglass Media and producer Paddy for production support. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like and subscribe. We put out a podcast every Monday. Also, if you're feeling a bit typey, why don't you leave us a, a little review? You know, either praises or tear us to pieces, whatever you feel like you want to do. If you'd like to get in touch about any discussion topics, tweet us at Dean Dobbs or Bertie Gilbert. Just type in the names, you'll find us. We've got, we got display pictures with our beautiful face on it. But yeah, if you'd like us to talk about a particular movie, a particular movie scene or a video game or a TV show, whatever, like just hit us with it. We look forward to hearing from you. Take care. Stay hydrated. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.